Welcome to the Stronger Marriage Podcast with Trey and Lee. Welcome, everybody. We're glad you joined us today. Thank you for joining us. We hope it's cool where you are at because it's not where <laughs> it we are. It's not where we are. But we're headed to Alaska in a couple of weeks, and we're excited about that. Yeah, you know, we might have to even take a jacket. I, I can't even imagine right now a jacket or cold or being cold. Yeah. It's yeah. 105 in <laughs> it's, Texas, and it's not fun right now. It's really hot. Yeah. This is when you... I'm looking at a couple of months away going, hurry up and get here fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not fun at all. Those who joined us for our... Uh, getaway weekend. Uh, Thank you. We had a great time. And uh, those who are coming to both Alaska and Hazel Green or Huntsville, Alabama, we're excited about y'all coming our direction. Hazel Green is kind of a um, suburb suburb of Huntsville. Huntsville. That's right. We're excited about that. It's just opened. Uh, If you live in Alabama, Southern Tennessee is close. Uh, if you're within three or four hours, you need to be driving to come see us that weekend. And if you're listening to this and you're going, what weekend is that? Get on our webpage. You will find it, treyandlee.com. If not, message us. We'll help you locate it. Yes. So we're going to talk about a question we get a lot. And there's a lot of confusion over this. Um, anytime we ever post about on social media about two people becoming one flesh and what that means... We have a lot of people that just don't get that. It's a, a lot of people are like, wait, hold on. I still want my identity, which we see uh, and we understand. But marriage is about two people becoming one flesh. That's the way it was actually designed. Um, in the Bible, in several places, it says, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined together with his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. That means it's no longer me, it's us. We. That we. Rhymes there you go. There, there you go. go. <laughs> Not me, but we. Not uh, me, but we. It's okay. no longer uh, I, but we. It didn't rhyme. See, see I, didn't know, I didn't know where you were going with that I one. I didn't either. But it, it really is. That's the way God designed marriage. It is. And, and it's, and we're not saying you totally give up your identity uh, because it's it's still okay to be to for you to be you for your spouse to be your spouse for you to have some some separate interests that's totally okay uh in fact it's probably healthy for you to have a few things that you do just for you but for the most part your teammates you're one Mm -hmm. you you do everything with the other in mind that's right So let's talk for the next 20, 30 minutes about what oneness looks like in marriage. What what does that look like? If somebody said, what does it mean to be one in marriage? First, let me just say, if you're not married, you can't get this. It's it's just not the same. Uh, Oneness is about marriage, and and it looks a certain way, and we're going to give you some examples of what what oneness looks like. Okay, so number one. Right off the bat, share your life and communication. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're on the same page about each other's needs, about schedules, about activities. Uh, just know what's going on in each other's world and and communicate that to each other often. Yeah, it sounds simple, um, but it's amazing how many couples feel like they really don't know each other 
after even a few years of marriage. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what his schedule is. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know where he is, or I don't know this. You, you just got to be deliberate. I don't know what his dreams are in five years. I don't know what we plan on doing. Um, you've got to be deliberate in staying in tune with one another. Yeah. Um, and and it all comes from conversation. Every yeah, day. I mean, we talk about, you know, having a daily set time to sit down and talk, uh, whether that's at the breakfast table, whether that's grabbing some lunch together, whether that's eating dinner together. We do coffee time. We started that when our kids were young, uh, when when you would pick kids up from school, we would sit down for a few minutes and have a cup of coffee before you went back to the office. That just gave us time to connect. We'd, we'd go, you know, in, in a room where the kids weren't um, and just talk about, you know, what's going on in your mm-hmm. world, what's going on in my world. Um, and that's important yeah. to just, you know, compare calendars and share reminders and touch base about finances and, uh, and yeah, dreams and goals, like you said. Yeah, I mean, you just all of it. You, you need to be on the same page with your spouse. If you're... If you're liking work, not liking work, if you're thinking changing jobs, you don't drop a bomb like that on your spouse. That's something that y'all talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're, you know, whatever it is, you, you just share and communicate about life because it's no longer me, it's we. We, there I you got know. you, I got you. Um, so, yes, and the key, the key word there that you said was to be deliberate. It, it, it takes intentionality to do this. You've got to... You've got to figure out what time of day are we going to do this. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of times now, we do that right before we go to bed too. You know, we'll climb in bed and and we'll open up our phone calendars and say what what's on the calendar for tomorrow. What does your day look like tomorrow? What does the rest of our week look like? Mm-hmm. Just so there's no surprises and we just know what's going on with each other. Yeah, that's exactly right. And and we just want to. To realize we're a team and we're, we're wanna, we want to be in contact with one another. And so sharing these things are important. And pre-marriage, you did a ton of this stuff. When, when you went on dates, you just talked and talked and talked. You had long con- phone conversations. Um, you, you, you spent hours texting back and forth. And sometimes we get so busy when we're married with kids, jobs, hobbies, everything, that we kind of get a little bit of distance, and that's not healthy. So oneness is about sharing your life and communicating those things with one another. Yeah. Uh, the next one is to share your time. And and we talked about this. I mean, you have to share time to communicate, but you also need to carve out time to spend together, just the two of you, uh, on a consistent basis to do something fun. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking we're talking dates here, yep. probably. Just have some fun together. You know, weekly or bi-weekly dates, uh, having fun. It doesn't require a lot of money. We, we've given you lots of ideas we on We have, and on if, if you're sitting here listening and you're going, well, give me some ideas, send us a message. We'll we'll send you uh, two or three links where we've talked about this. Um, if you can't afford childcare, stay home and uh, play board games together after the kids mm-hmm. are in bed. Um, or if you if you got little ones, like little bitty bitty ones, take them with you. Um, but you've got to have some time together every every week or bi-weekly to not just be mom and dad, but also to be husband and wife. Yeah. Uh, have fun together. Do those things together that are going to keep your friendship alive. Uh, that You know, fun and friendship go hand in hand. Uh, those common interests are what gives you things to talk about when That's you, exactly when you right. are together. So, exactly right. Yeah. Another way that we think oneness is seen in marriage 
is that you, this is going to be a little bit further than dating, is you, you find some time to get away the two of you, at least once a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, share togetherness yeah. is what you said here. A, a share togetherness. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is where you go, okay, we're going to go on a date once every other week. But sometime this year, we're going to try and figure out a time where we can go overnight somewhere. And if that means driving our kids uh, four hours to family that we can leave our kids with grandparents, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, But figure out a way to do that find some time to rest and reset yeah. without the kids and that that's so important uh to rest and reset together as a couple did you notice um when we did our getaway weekend mm-hmm. uh we asked all the couples there a lot of them had, didn't have we didn't require we didn't we didn't give child care mm-hmm. we told them don't bring your kids this is not about kids this weekend that's what made it so good and we ask them honestly, raise your hand anyone who felt a little guilty about leaving your kids this week. And there were a bunch that <laughs> raised were. their hands, there including were. us. We were always there. But it was still so good for our kids because our kids needed to see us getting away and spending time together as husband and wife. Um, and it was good for them to, to, to go spend time with family or grandparents or something else. And so we get that. Don't think that we're just saying pawn your kids off on anybody, yeah. but we are saying you need to find some time to spend together. Yeah. So here's a few, just just a couple of ideas uh, on this, because I thought this one was neat. Swap homes with some friends in another city. We've never done that. Um, but if you've got some friends that live, you know, in a neat place, uh, man, that's a, that's cheap. That's a cheap, you know, I mean, it may it may require some gas money or some airline tickets to get there, but you don't have to pay for your lodging. So that's pretty cool. Who do we know that's um, got a cabin in the right. mountains where it's really cool <laughs> where right we now? we can swap. <laughs> but anyway, I thought that was fun. Uh, staycations are kind of, you know, the new thing to do right now um, that don't cost a lot of money, just look at what is available to do in your area if you if you live in a small town like us there's there's not a ton but we can we can find some things to do around here that we don't do on a regular basis right um but if you live in a city man we so when we travel to workshops the first thing i do is i look up i google you know things to do in uh Hoover, Alabama. It's not where we're going. I can't remember the name of that place in Alabama that we're going. Huntsville, Alabama. So I'll look up and just see, you know, there may be something really cool for us to do there. You may be surprised to look up some things in your city Mm -hmm. that are available to do that you've never done that would make for some really fun uh, staycation type uh, getaways for you to do. Yep, I think you're right. And and whatever it is you enjoy doing, find some ways to do some stuff. Yes. Uh, the next one, where we, we have shared our life, we've shared our time, we've shared our togetherness. Let's share some secrets. Yeah, uh, it's important for couples to be honest with one another about everything. But we keep our spouse's confidence. Absolutely. And what that means is Absolutely. anything you tell me, I'm not sharing with the world. That's mm-hmm. not my place. And we want to, actually this should say, don't keep secrets. But what we're talking about here is we're talking about uh, I'm going to share some secrets when it comes to maybe some things I'm looking at in the future, maybe some of the things I struggle with. Uh, when I'm, I'm a little on the transparent and maybe even vulnerable side, it, it brings a kind of a new level of intimacy on some important things. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, you can you can think about some things, you know, maybe with your finances uh, that, you know, that you might not want to share, but you think, you know, I really need to come clean about that. Uh, sharing some, some hopes and some dreams, some goals, some visions, um, that can take some vulnerability. Uh, admitting some weaknesses or something that you're struggling with. Um, you know, your spouse is a great accountability partner if you'll just take advantage of that. Uh, but it, you know, sometimes it's hard to be transparent when we're not sure our privacy is going to be protected. And so we got to build trust with each other and protect that trust. Uh, we got to make sure we're not, you know, blabbing anything that our spouse shares with us in confidence to anybody else. That's just for us. Yeah, that's a that's a no no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't don't share that sort of stuff. And, yeah, and um, yeah, that's that's good stuff. Excuse me. You're all right. Number five, this is a good one. Share your body. Yes. Nurture intimacy in your marriage. That's it. Oneness is about sharing your body. There's a a passage in the Bible in 1 Corinthians 7 that says if you're married, husbands, uh, your body does just not belong to you anymore. It also belongs to your wife and wives. Your body doesn't just belong to you anymore. It also belongs to your husbands. And do not withhold uh, sexual sex from one another unless it is by mutual consent and not very long so that you're not tempted and and the idea here is um, we believe in our marriage and this is what works for us uh, yes it is my body uh, but I share my body with my wife it is our body mm-hmm. and so we share our bodies with one another we are emotionally and physically connected we are we are intertwined in so many ways yes that also means when you have that that trust and that intimacy that you have a respect for one another that you don't take advantage of this I mean you know the the verse says it's no longer your body but my body but I'm not going to take advantage of that if you know and some and and sadly some Some people people do do. yeah Uh, because we hear that we we hear your comments and we are sorry if you're in a marriage where your spouse is taking advantage of you uh emotionally physically sexually because that verse was never meant to be a proof text to open this up and go see you're supposed to be in the mood right now that's not what that verse is about yeah but it is about sharing your body uh and it's about it's no longer me it's we Mm -hmm. it's no longer my body it's our body and so yeah that's just a that's part of being one that's part of marriage yeah pay pay attention to your spouse's needs and that includes you know, if, if they're having a hard day and you know, hey, this isn't a good time to be, uh, you know, emotionally or physically intimate right now. Yep. Um, but it, it's important to make space in every season of life to give and receive pleasure in your marriage relationship. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to require an adequate amount of time spent alone together and maybe adjustments um as family responsibilities change. That's it. I mean, different seasons of life are, this is gonna be tougher in some seasons of life. It's gonna be easier in other seasons of life. Yeah, or on the other hand point, standpoint, switch it over. Maybe your spouse has had a hard day and you go, maybe what you need tonight is an orgasm. <laughs> maybe. That night, and they might go, you know, that just might make the whole world a whole lot better. That's and so, yeah, uh, somewhere, know your spouse's needs. That's right. There you go. Yes. So let's share uh, another one, which is share openness. Be open in all areas. And this is so important. Uh, Healthy marriages do not keep secrets. They do not hide things from one another. Um, This is key to the oneness in marriage. It it brings... 
your marriage should have complete honesty and and that's everywhere from your cell phone to the passcodes on our cell phone that we know one another's to uh, hey, you could know where to find our our passwords to our social media. That we just don't hide things and go, no, that's just mine. You're not allowed to look at this, or you're not allowed to see this, or whatever it is. It's so important, whether it's phones or friends or whatever it is, that mm-hmm. we are totally open with one another on this. Yes. Uh, so, so just to clarify, tell me a little bit the difference between the sharing secrets and the sharing the openness. Hmm. So, well, we, we want to share uh, from, from the earlier point today. Yes. Okay. So we want to... Because we were talking about being honest and not keeping secrets. Sure, and sure. And so what we want to do is we want to make sure that we're... Um, I, I don't come home from spending time with one of my friends and go, hey, let me tell you everything he said. Um, it is not about blabbing everything you know. Um, I might come in and go... Um, and you go, hey, is, is so-and-so okay? And yeah, he's just struggling right now. And, I, and, and that works. Yes. And so it's not about, when we talk about being open and honest, that doesn't mean that, hey, I go uh, hang out with my buddies and I can't wait to get home and blab everything I've learned. I don't know if that's what you were talking about okay. or not, but that kind of gives you a, a direction. On sharing secrets? On sharing something or, or another. <laughs> So maybe these overlap a little bit, they but do. that's okay. <laughs> they do. We, we want to make sure that we're, um, we're open and honest about things and not hiding things. Uh, and at the same time, um, especially if it's something that deals with your spouse, you would never hide something that deals with your spouse or with your marriage or with your family. And we talk about that a little bit in our workshop that uh, sometimes protective lying is something that you think is okay when you go, well, I didn't want to hurt my spouse and so I chose not to tell them. That's not healthy. You, mm-hmm. you don't, you, you open up and tell your spouse what's going on. Yeah. And, and, and we've mentioned this before. If your spouse asks, you know, what, hey, what'd you do today? They're not grilling you. Uh, they're not trying to, you know, check up on you because they don't you. trust you or whatever. It's They want to connect with you and they just want some openness from you. Uh, they just want you to share, your, you know, what you did that day. You may think it's dull and boring, but it's a way for them to connect with you. Mm-hmm. So if they're asking you questions about anything, be open. Um, now, spouses, let me tell you this. If you are asking questions, you need to be prepared for the answer. Don't ask a question that you don't really want the answer to. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's a two-way street there. Uh, how much did you spend on those shoes? You're right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> how much did you spend on that backpack? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, share, you, you mentioned this, share your your phones, your your passwords, your all of those kinds yeah, of we, things. We there just should don't, never we just be... don't keep secrets. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, only th- the only secrets we keep from each other are... Christmas secrets and presents and things like that. That that just is common sense. Um, another one is share finances. Uh, that we actually discussed this not long ago. We're not going to go back into it at a deep point. But what we want to talk about is that I actually saw a post. I thought this was a good way. Somebody posted on um, their social media and said, uh, "Would you feel comfortable taking cash out of your husband's wallet?" And I and or your wife's purse. And I was, you know, my comment was. We would. It wouldn't bother us a drop mm-hmm. because it's not my money. It's our money. Um, 
I would try to remember to tell you, hey, I took a 20 out of your wallet because I needed money for pizza. But uh, it's not about, hey, that's her money or that's my money and she's not allowed to use my money. We, we share finances mm-hmm. and, and we share we share not just finances, but we share financial rules. Meaning if we have a big purchase, we, we want to talk it over with one another before we just go out and do it. Because that's part of that oneness of going hey, this is something I really want, but I'm not going to buy this without you saying you're okay with it. Yeah, we make decisions together. Now, there's, you know, we don't have to check with each other to make a whatever $20 purchase to go buy a new top or a new pair of shoes or whatever. But uh, there was a time in our marriage when our budget was so tight that that we did. You know, it was like, I really would like to spend some money on whatever it was. And it might not have been very much, but... But back then, on a small budget, it was a lot. So yeah. uh, you just have to set your limits and know, you know, whatever that limit is that you need to discuss each other, discuss with each other before you yep. make that purchase. Whatever. Don't go buy a new car, yes. pull up in the driveway and go, hey, hon, look what we got. <laughs> no, that's probably uh, a little too big of a purchase to do yes. without talking to your spouse that's first. That's exactly yep. right. Uh, visited with a lady the other day. Uh, just uh, she made a comment that... The, the angriest she was at her husband was when he went and traded off the car she liked without mm. her permission. She just He just randomly got a good deal on a car, and she was like, I want my car back. Yeah. It's like, buddy, you should have talked to your wife before you up and traded her car off. Yep, yep, yep. That's a good idea. Yep. Uh, make decisions together. Share finances. Now, we... We may be opening a can of worms here because on Instagram, we posted something a while back about sharing finances, and we got a lot of... Feedback from couples who do not necessarily share bank accounts. They have separate bank accounts. Um, if that works for if you, that works so for you then, then that's fine. But if you, you still got gotta, it to work. Yes. Great. You still have to, to have discussions about, okay, who's paying for this and who's paying for that. And, and so you're still sharing uh, to a point. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, for us, it's always worked better that, hey, we've got one account. Mm-hmm. It's a joint account. We both make rules on it. We both spend off of it. We both pay bills off of it. And it's not my money. It's our money. Yes. So the la- not the next to last one. Share happiness. There you go. Focus on things that make your spouse happy. So in other words, you're doing for each other. Um, you're meeting needs. Uh, yeah. That are going to. If yeah. you know your spouse likes uh, surprises, uh, drop by their work and bring them their favorite coffee mm-hmm. uh, do something that makes your spouse happy uh, make the bed fix their coffee fix their lunch uh, just share happiness do do things that make your spouse happy that's mm-hmm. just pretty simple yeah. and um, yeah I think you mentioned if you want to be happy choose to be happy mm-hmm. uh, whether your spouse is doing these things or not to make you happy or not but uh, marriages work best when you know, I think it should it, be give and take. Yeah. It should be give yeah. and take, and you know. But there are a lot of 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 people that expect their spouse to be their sole source of happiness, and that just that just doesn't work in any marriage, really. Um, it's a, it's a state of mind that you decide if you want to be happy, you choose to be happy, whether your spouse is doing things to make you happy or not. That's it. But if you're both trying to do things to make each other happy, then it's probably going to be a two-way street. Yeah, and things are going to work well there. Yes. But it is not your spouse's job to make you happy. Right. There you go. That's something that you choose to be regardless of what your spouse is doing. Number nine, be teammates. 
Lastly, be teammates. You're, you're on a team together. You win together, you lose together. It's not I won, you lost. It's not you won, I lost. It's we either win or we lose. Um, be a teammate. And that means you, you protect each other. You fight for each other. You have one another's back. That's what teammates do. Mm-hmm. Um, you just are a teammate. Um, you, you just take up for one another. You choose your spouse over one of the kids who kind of bucks up against mom or dad, and you go, no, 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 that's not going to work that way. Um, you are a teammate. Can we mention, because I think it's important, there's no Hollywood saying, I think it was a Tom Cruise movie that said, uh, you complete me. Mm-hmm. That's not oneness. Uh, nobody completes you. God completes you. Um, it is about... <laughs> complimenting one another yes in life not completing uh we can survive without one another and if one of us pass but we don't want to mm-hmm. but but we complement one another and we do life together and that makes life fun absolutely yes so oneness we hope that clears that up for some that might have been a little confused about exactly uh what oneness should look like in marriage so i guess you could say just zipping down through this little list it's not my decision, it's not my time, it's not my phone, it's not my body, it's not my um, information, it's our. Everything's about our mm-hmm. now. And so it's about us and not about, it's not about me, it's about we. You got it. I thought you were going to say <laughs> us. <laughs> well done. Yes. Very good. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. We are always so honored that you tune in every week. Um, lots of po- people listen, and we're very honored for that. Yes. So um, I was going to say see you in two weeks. We may be in Alaska, but we'll figure out a time to get back on here and get this done again. Yep. And if you've got some <laughs> ideas for a podcast you would love to hear, let us know. We'll see yes. what we can do. Have a blessed day Bye, and guys. week. Bye.